0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Politics, culture, chaos. It's time to make sense of it all. It's time to have a little fun. This is your afternoon dose of sanity. This is the Rich Zeoli Podcast.
2: Well, speaking of chaos and politics... It was pure chaos today in Washington, D.C. Still is, actually. They haven't stopped with the chaos yet. (laughs) Man, what a mess. The vampiric one says it's all for the children. For the children. Hey, look, I don't blame her. You got to have a steady supply of children. You know what I mean? These days. Woof. Good afternoon. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I am in a great mood. Got lots of sunshine today and vitamin D, which is always a beautiful beautiful thing. I got to bring up my vitamin D levels. I guess we all do, right? Uh, especially as the clocks change and things get darker soon. I I hate this daylight savings time nonsense. I really do. And I know I'm going to get emails about it's it's daylight sa- savings time ending beginning. I don't care. Either way the clocks change and it bothers me. I hate it. And I don't if I was president I would end it. I would. I really would. I have no interest in being president though, but I do have interest in ending this. So if that's what it took, fine. I'll do that. But do I really have to go to those, such extremes is my question, really? Uh, let's begin with um, the, when the world ends. It's going to be very, very soon. Uh, I, we've gained time, though. It's like with the clocks, he gained some time. We've gained a few years because AOC went from saying we're going to all die in 12 years. Got a little more time, a little extension. Not much, but, you know, but listen, hey, here we go again, right? Some of us
0: have to actually live the future that you all are setting on fire for us.
2: You see, now, the rest of you might be dead already, is what she's saying. So some of us are young and healthy, and we, we might have to live with this hell that you're creating for us, you you old geezers.
0: By 2028, crop yields are be- are already projected to begin to fail, with famine beginning to hit the world's most vulnerable populations. By 2038... Current U.S. drought, fire, and extreme heat trends make, will, could potentially make whole regions of the United States unlivable if we continue the trends that lobbyists are trying to, to pers- have us pursue. And we have a tipping point by 2036. We do not have the privilege or the luxury of lobbyists' spin, and it is incredibly important that we don't reach net zero or in in some imaginary future, but that we actually cut through to carbon emissions reductions here in the United States and globally. I, uh, I submit back to the chair.
2: So basically, we, we I thought it was over in 12 years. Uh, days like today, when I listened to her, I think I want it to be over in 12 years. Uh, but we have more time. So good job. Good job with all that. Way hey, well done. All right. Uh, what happened on Capitol Hill today? Uh, the vampiric one, Nancy Pelosi, would not say whether or not there would be an infrastructure vote today. I watched some of her press conference. And to be honest with you, it's exactly like you'd expect. It was a whole lot of. Eh, 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 eh. She won't take responsibility for the fact that you know, the Democrats are. It's a civil war right now. It means it's, it's a pure all out civil war. And I, I mean, listen, <laughs> it's a glorious to watch, is it not? I mean, it really is. It's glorious to watch. But at the same time, if you're looking for infrastructure to get passed, it's not going to happen. Just so you know, I mean, it's definitely not going to happen. Not anytime soon, anyway. Now, Biden spoke today as well. And um, again, we're doing the whole thing with his, his lie that nobody who makes uh, under $400,000 is going to pay more in taxes. We're, we're back to that lie again. Here we go. It's a lie, just so you know.
3: The top 1% of the wealthiest Americans evade, as estimated by the experts, $160 billion a year in federal taxes. That's wrong. We're going to change that. I want to emphasize what I said from the beginning. Under my plans, if you earn less than $400,000, you won't pay a single penny more in federal taxes. Period. Period. In fact, these bills continue cutting taxes for middle class, for child care, for health care, so much more.
2: It's a lot. It, it does not cut taxes, by the way. It does not do that. And the Build Back Better plan now says Medicare will cover, and this is a big win for Bernie Sanders. Remember, in his America, everybody's walking around toothless, deaf, and blind. They don't have teeth. Our seniors don't have teeth. They can't digest their food. Well, that has now been solved. It's in the B, the Build Back Better plan, the BBB as they call it, the triple B. It's in there, baby. Now, whether or not it passes or not is anybody's guess. But it's in there.
3: This framework extends tax credits to lower premiums for folks on, aff- on who are in the Affordable Care Act for another three years. For 4, million, for four million folks in the 12 states that haven't expanded Medicaid, all the rest have. This framework will enable you to get affordable coverage. And Medicare will now cover the cost of hearing aids and hearing checkups. This framework also makes the most.
2: And uh, what about teeth? What about teeth? That's the question, Mr. Biden, Mr. President. When you read this on a teleprompter, what about the teeth that the seniors need? That's what I want to know. We, we, the, I hope they get it. I mean, uh, yeah, it's being called bill Back Bolshevik is one of the things it's being called. Here are some of the things in it. Uh, universal pre-K, elder care, expanded child tax credit, clean energy funding and tax credits. Uh, no, clean energy funding tax credits, I should say. Uh, let's see. Uh, expanded health care coverage. That's the expanded Medicaid and Medicare coverage, It's the teeth, the hearing aids, the eyeglasses, the eyeballs, whatever it takes, affordable housing, increased Pell Grants, free school meals, immigration reform funding. This is all in this bill. I mean, it's all in here. It's everything you could possibly want, except for paid parental leave. They couldn't get that through. They couldn't get that done. So... There, there you go. I mean, now, I don't know if there's money in here to pay for first responders because they're quitting across the country in mass because of these vaccine mandates. Quitting in uh, mass on this. I mean, throughout the country. They, they just don't want to be told what to do. For many of them, it, I, I know it, it doesn't go with the narrative of the left, but for like a lot of cops actually became cops to defend freedom. <laughs> you know, defend private property, defend liberty, all these other things. I know, I know it doesn't go with the narrative, right? They just became cops to shoot people, but We begin
4: with that huge rally it's outside Gracie Mansion. Tomorrow all city workers face an ultimatum. Get a vaccine shot or be placed on unpaid leave.
5: Chopper 2 is live over the scene right now where thousands of first responders have been gathering for the past hour protesting that mandate. Now you can see them taking up more than a block on the street. CBS News' John Diaz live at the scene with more this news. John? Here's the Mary, that's right. We're going to get you right out here to that protest. You can see all of them right here behind me. As you guys mentioned, the clock is ticking for city workers to get the shot. The deadline is tomorrow at 5 p.m. They are calling this rally their last stand. Before tomorrow's major vaccine mandate takes effect, a last-ditch effort for some of the city's finest and bravest. Chopper 2 flying above as they rallied in front of the mayor's home, Gracie Manchin, to let their voices be heard. This is really an absolutely unnecessary threat to uh, the lives of New Yorkers. There is no crisis. Right now, 8% of New York City firefighters are out with fire-related injuries, and one-sixteenth of that number is out with COVID. This city says it's ready to show the door to 3,500 FDNY members if they don't get the shot. A high-ranking FDNY source tells CBS2 as many as 20% of fire companies could close and their ambulance fleet could be impacted as well. If the mayor doesn't budge on his mandate, ralliers say it could mean lives will be lost. No other way to do this. We currently have a staffing shortage as it is.
2: A staffing shortage as it is. And you'll see what I mean when I tell you that it's going to get a whole lot worse. People just don't want to be forced by the state to have to undergo a medical procedure for their body. They just don't want to do it. Bottom line, no interest in doing it. And you know what? It's none of the city's business. It really isn't. It's none of the city's business. It's none of the state's business, it's none of the government's business. Look, if you're vaccinated, you have nothing to worry about from unvaccinated people. It's a lie that these people are going to cause new variants. The new variants are going to come because this is a respiratory virus. It's never going away. I've explained this before. Fauci's lying again. The puppy the puppy killer's lying again about this. You're not going to create new variants. A bunch of BS here. But, uh, but you know, look, I mean, these cops have an important point here. <clears throat>
3: Chicago police officers, family and supporters rallying in a show of unity today. Among the 50 or so demonstrators, several officers who've been stripped of their police powers and sent home without pay for refusing to report their vaccination status.
1: This is my husband, Timothy
4: Fellman. He's one of the 23 stripped. I'm his wife. And,
0: um, you know, we feel very passionately about this. We've Feel passionately about freedom. It's not the city's business to go into people's health status. It's wrong. This
3: officer, also one of those, sent home without pay. We're just out here in solidarity with the rest of the officers that that are still were trying to come down here today and voluntarily get stripped.
2: Yeah, you know what it is too. It's a lot of them as as officers want to just be there for the other officers. They want to be there to help each other out. I mean, you know, that's just how it goes. And it's important point. Really, I I mean I can't say this enough. It's nobody's business. It really isn't. This whole idea that we need 100% universal vaccination is ridiculous. It's just one more of the left's virtue signaling. Uh, Oh, Biden took questions today. Yes, he did. I have a little bit of exclusive audio of this. President Joe Biden uh, read from the teleprompter and then proceeded to take questions. (laughs) Psych. That was just him turning around, walking away again. You know, turn his back on America, and Psh! America's back. Not America is back. I mean, that's America's back. The first back. It's what we get to see. The first back. It's all it is. It's what we get every time. President yeah.
1: President President of of Mr. Gleetina. President, are you relying on, you on mind? Mind? from Senator Sinema, Senator and the President?
2: Mr. President, are you going to get uh, egg salad or tuna salad later? Mr. President, Jello or pudding today? Which is it? Mr. President, is it nap time? Are you going to nap on the flight to Europe? Is it now? His last press conference was July fifteenth. In case you're curious, 105 days ago. And didn't uh, didn't Saki Snark say the other day he, he answers questions all the time? She said that he answers all questions all the time. Questions like, um, uh, where am I? And uh, what what day is it? And is this Delaware? And uh, is this is this uh, sugar free pudding or? Or uh, where's the chocolate pudding? Those kind of questions. I mean, he answers questions all the time. Like uh, Joe Biden, again, falsely claiming that he's not going to raise any taxes and that it won't cost anything, won't cost a dollar, Not not a tin pan penny or whatever the hell he calls it.
3: And over the next 10 years, it will not add to the deficit at all. It will re- actually reduce the deficit.
2: Oh, really? Times. Now we're at now we're at reducing the deficit. So the first lie was that it would cost zero dollars and would not add to the deficit. Now we're saying yes, it's going to now cut the deficit. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. That's very very helpful. Uh, fantastic. Uh, let me give you an update on Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. CBS nineteen in Charlottesville reports that eighty percent of Republican voters said they were very enthusiastic uh, to go vote for Glenn Youngkin. You know what? I hear the same enthusiasm for Jack Chidrelli's voters in New Jersey, and it's not there for Phil Murphy. King Philip the Unaccountable, it's not there.
6: The poll also shows that likely Republican voters are more eager to vote in this election. 80% of red voters said they were very enthusiastic, compared to 65% of blue voters. Republicans are trying to reclaim the seat for governor for the first time since 2009.
2: See that? It's the enthusiasm factor which is going to help both Chidrelli and Yunkin. It really is going to help both these guys. In fact, I saw a story today on NJ.com, which I found interesting. And, and what said, I'll get to that in a second. What it said was um, among black voters in New Jersey, they don't feel like either side is addressing their needs. Black leaders say social justice issues not getting attention they deserve in the New Jersey governor's race. Now, this hurts Murphy more than it does Chittarelli, because a lot of these voters are in urban areas, and this is where the Democrats are relying on on big turnout. Judging from the polls and the barrage of campaign ads controlling the spread of the coronavirus and curbing the rise in the state's notoriously high property taxes are the dominant issues in the campaign to elect New Jersey's next governor. This doesn't surprise Monica williams Shealy. She's Rowan University's senior vice president for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Remember, it used to be equality, by the way. Now it's equity. Just note, just note that change that it used to be diversity and equality. Now it's diversity and equity, which means everybody gets the same, the same, because that's what socialism is all about. It doesn't frustrate her. She says black leaders say they're disappointed. The issues that concern them the most from school segregation and the widening wage gap to health disparities and police accountability have not gotten more attention in the campaign. But these influential black New Jerseyans said they are not deterred. They're energized by the support for racial equality that coalesced following the murder of George Floyd in May of 2020. But the question, of course, is how do black voters feel in terms of coming out to vote next week? And I still believe that this whole thing with the vaccination, the forced vaccination by Phil Murphy is going to suppress turnout. I really do believe that. And I I think it's something, again, that they don't want to talk about, but it's true. It really is. I mean, it's, it's no doubt. Uh, <laughs> I can't make a prediction. Obviously, who can make a prediction? But I, I see Chidrelli's voters being much more enthusiastic than I do Murphy's. No doubt about that. So what I meant to tell you was, if we go over to what this transgender comedian said about Dave Chappelle, because um, I'm trying to give you updates on all the big stories of the day today, but that's kind of the political updates. I, wanted, I mentioned this on the morning show. I was going to talk a little bit about this today. So trans comic Flame Monroe, she spoke out to TMZ regarding Dave Chappelle. All right? And it's important to note here that if you think about what comedy is supposed to be about, in my mind, it's about being edgy, pushing barriers, right? It's It's about going forward and making sure that everybody understands that this is satire, parody, but nothing's supposed to be off limits. Nothing. And yet, Nowadays, everything's off limits. Everything's off limits nowadays. This is from TMZ.
7: So as a comedian, I believe that I don't want to be censored. I think that nothing is off limits. And I think the social climate right now and the temperament started way back with Norman Lear, who had his finger on the post many years ago. The world has become too censored. and as a And there's three dogs, like I said, I have in this fight. As a comedian, I don't want to be censored. As a trans woman, I want equality, and as a black person, I want fair treatment in this country that we've been trying to get for four hundred years. So everything is important to me. All of this, what you can say and cannot say, is ridiculous. Comedians are put on earth, and our safest place on the planet is us on a stage with a willing audience that's listening to list that's willing to listen because what we.
2: Oh, sorry. Uh, Where'd it go? Where'd it go? She's doing so good too. She was doing so good. Wait, hang on. I got it here. Hang on. Hang on.
7: We do is we say things that other people are afraid to say and we say them hopefully in a funny way so that you use your own mind to do your own critical thinking and think for yourself. I absolutely do not think that. Uh, the special should be taken down off of Netflix or anything else for that uh, for that matter with Netflix, because here's what needs to be done. We need to bring people to the table. What Dave did, what Dave Chappelle, what the great Dave Chappelle has just done is opened up a forum to have a real conversation between the heterosexual and the gay community. There is no topic that was should be off limits. In the words of the great poet Nikki Giovanni, I have never worked the room where the door is locked. If you're in a room and you're uncomfortable, you are free to leave.
2: Boom. There you go. You are free to leave. It's so important. We should say that more and more, right? You're free to leave. You don't have to like it. You don't have to watch it. Nobody is making you come and see it. Nobody. Have we. Why is it that that is such a hard concept for people to understand? Nobody is sitting you down and making you watch anything. Anything. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing about life, right? We have freedom to turn off something. Nowadays, the idea that somebody else may see it is now enough for them to want to ban you from seeing it. The fact that they don't like it. And that means that somebody else could see it. It has to be taken down so that nobody else can see it if they don't like it. Got it. I know it's crazy, right? It really is. It's it's absolutely nuts. And I just can't stand it. I've had it. I really, I've had it. But, um, but anyway, Halloween is coming up. I love Halloween. You love Halloween? I do too. It's a fun, fun time. It really is. It's one of those times where I think everybody uh, can can agree. The kids love it. They get excited. And now this time around, we can actually go trick or treating again. Last year was hilarious. We had these these clotheslines, and they'd put candy on the clotheslines. They would. They'd put candy on the clotheslines. It was so hysterical to watch that. And then you'd have to go over and you take the you take them and you'd go, okay, hang on, kids. You know, let's let's get some more candy off. You go to the next house, more candy. Well, this year, apparently now you can do door to door again, which is nice. Uh, There's also homes that have those signs on there that say no trick or treating this year. We shall not be uh, participating in trick or treating. But the media has to do what the media always does and scare the crap out of people for no reason. This time around, it's what's in your kids Halloween candy. Hat tip to Johnny Cook on Twitter for sending this my way. And here's the unbiased journalist, George Stephanopoulos.
7: has put out a warning about a drug package to look like gummy candy, cookies, and chocolate. But Johnson's back with what parents should look for this Halloween. Hey Wit.
5: George, good morning. It's called Delta 8 THC. It's a psychoactive substance. It can get you high and it's legal in most states, but it's not regulated by the FDA. And health officials are now warning people about potential adverse events, including cases of children ending up in the hospital. This morning, a warning for parents as they get ready for trick-or-treating. Candies and snacks like these, made with a compound that causes a high similar to marijuana called Delta-8-THC, are being shared and eaten by kids, sometimes accidentally, often with serious side effects. Amina Sarir's two-year-old daughter, Maya. I mean, it's
2: terrible when it happens to kids. The good news, though, is that it's not very common. But here's what I would tell you. Here's what I would suggest. Just check your kids candy. And if it looks like it might have be laced with marijuana or anything else, then eat it. <laughs> just eat it yourselves. And, uh, and then the kids will be fine. I, I don't know what to talk. I don't know. I just feel like there's so much fear everywhere. And, and again, you know, one, something happens to one child in America and then it's like, everybody has to freak out and be paranoid. And I think that's part of their agenda. I really do. Part of their agenda is to just always keep us afraid. Uh, because we're afraid we'll turn on the TV, right? I mean, think about it. If, if If we're always afraid, we're going to turn on the TV and hear what our overlords have to say and how they're protecting us. That's what we need. We need to hear from our overlords to make sure that we'll be safe, safe in their hands, in their good, good hands. Please, please protect us, overlords, protect us. I don't need it. Do you need it? I don't need it. I think it's a bunch of BS personally. Of course, that's my job.
1: Let's cut through the BS. This is the Rich Zioli
2: Podcast. All right, breaking news. I just saw this come across the wire. New York Post reporting this. Ex-Governor Cuomo to be charged over alleged groping of former aide, according to a source. Whoa. Disgraced ex-Gov Andrew Cuomo expected to be arrested next week and charged with a misdemeanor and the alleged groping of a former aide. Whoa. Anticipated charge as a result of a probe by Albany County District Attorney David Soares, a, uh, according to a source, Albany Times Union reported that a criminal summons charging Cuomo with forcible touching was erroneously filed by a sheriff's investigator in Albany City Court on Thursday. The summons was filed without consent of accuser Brittany Camiso or her lawyer, the Times Union said. But this looming arrest... Is believed to be the reason that Attorney General Letitia James decided to tell a key union leader on Wednesday she'll launch a campaign for governor shortly. Now, Letitia James, <laughs> I mean, the biggest the biggest non-surprise in the world is that she's going to run for president, let's be honest. She released a bombshell sexual harassment report that forced Cuomo to resign in August, expected to announce her primary challenge of Governor Kathy Hochul ahead of next week's arrest of Cuomo. Whoa. Well, I guess I can I can... I haven't done this in a while. I didn't think I'd ever be able to do this again—not for a while, anyway. Come on, sing it with me. Come on, you know you want to. Come on, go. Nipples pierced,
5: not tattooed. His hot ex cooks delicious food. Oh, God is a bachelor, you know. All the chicks want to kiss Cuomo. The love god, Mario's dreamboat Italian son. The love god. Not Chris
2: Cuomo, the less-so-one. It's gone. Whoa! Now, I don't know if he has been charged or if he's going to be charged. I believe he's going to be charged, though. That's the thing. That's a big deal. Breaking news. I need, like, a breaking news sounder, because, honestly, news always breaks in the afternoon on this show. That's the thing. It always breaks in the afternoon. Now, by the way, would you want your kids... The question I have to ask you. Would you want your kids... Uh, doing lap dances with uh, their teachers at school. Uh, I'm just curious about that. So, uh, in Kentucky, the the story is parents react after controversial photos surface from a man pageant at Kentucky high school. All right, and one of the moms said this is all being overblown here, but the pictures show well. They show kids doing what looks like lap dances to their teachers. Mm. uh Huh okay now according to the blaze this mom is defending what happened here this mom she says now let's see what does she say. now she said that this is uh people don't know how to keep their mouths shut she told reporters this is just much to do about nothing all right but let's get your reaction to this and see what you think here
5: at hazard high school in perry county after images taken during a homecoming event were posted online now, they include pictures of students in lingerie and bikinis dancing on
2: teachers. The school is receiving backlash on social media from parents who are calling the incident inappropriate and disturbing. LEX 18 Sophia Millar hears from them and one parent who says the photos don't tell the whole story. Now, we do want to warn you, some of you may find some of these images disturbing. Details now in the LEX 18 Big Story at 6. Say what. is good. The pictures were good.
4: originally posted on the Hazard High School Athletics Facebook page but have since been removed. We have blurred the faces of students to protect their privacy. That school is not We are nuts, told it was it? part of homecoming week celebrations. Tuesday was costume day and there was a man pageant in the gym. These are some of the images receiving the most criticism. They appear to show scantily clad students giving lap dances to faculty and staff. Others showed female students dressed in Hooters costumes carrying mugs that looked looked like there was beer in them. And in others, students and staff appear to spank or paddle each other.
0: It was just really shocking whenever I first saw it. And um, I, I almost couldn't wrap my head
4: around it. Hazard mom Jenna Smith has a family member at the high school and kids in the district. She says the event should have been shut down the moment an adult realized students were undressing.
0: I think that they should have at that point said, Hey, I know this is a joke, but let's stop.
4: This isn't appropriate. Mom, Holly Lane disagrees. It has been taken completely out of context.
2: By the way, Holly Lane is wearing a mask outside. Just so you know. I mean, I don't, you know, I I always in Kentucky. I think if you're wearing a mask outside, I probably know your political persuasion. But I would not be okay with this at a public school. With, this is why public school is insane, isn't it? I mean, honestly, this is this is the stuff that's why public school is crazy. This is nuts.
4: Only photos being shown on the internet, no videos. So the photos don't show what the teachers pushing the children off of them. Lane's sons and his friends participated in the homecoming event. She says pushing the limits and embarrassing teachers is part of the fun. If everybody is perfect, then I would say, yeah, maybe we need to rethink something. But until somebody can prove that something is going on here, other than just homecoming week and teenagers being teenagers, then I'll, I'll support my kids. The way that I think
2: about it... I think it's more about the fact that they were doing this with the teachers, right? I mean, nobody's doubting, like, kids in costumes and joking around and all that. I think it's the fact that the teachers are involved, which is just strange, bizarre. I don't know. If you want your your son or daughter giving a lap dance to their teacher, even if the teacher pushes them off as a joke, I don't... I mean, is that cool with you? I don't know. I, I mean... Luckily, I don't have to worry about this yet. My kids are young, but this is what really scares me about public school. I'll be—I'll be completely honest with you. It scares me about public school
6: is I think that
0: yes, the kids should just be kids and they should be allowed to have fun. But is giving a lap dance or witnessing um, somebody else give an adult lap dance is that a child appropriate activity? And to me, it is not.
4: Lane says she doesn't believe a line was crossed. Um, none of my children have been hurt. None of the teachers have been hurt. Hazard Independent School Superintendent Sandra Combs says the district is looking into the incident.
0: The district is investigating the incident, and after the investigation is complete, appropriate action will be taken.
4: One of the administrators in the pictures is sure. Hazard High School Principal Donald Happy Mobilini. He's also the mayor of Hazard. We reached out to Principal Mobellini this morning and have not received a response. The superintendent says no further information will be released until the investigation is complete.
2: Hazard. I feel like that's where Justified is, right? Hazard County, Kentucky. Is that where the show Justified is? I think so. It's wacky. I don't know. It's a little bit nuts. I mean, again, it's kids doing it, joking around themselves. I, I, I don't have a problem with that. Kids can do whatever they're joking around. But when you're involving teachers in it, it's just wacky. It's wacky. Again, I mean... The one mom with the mask on her face seems to think everything was fine. By the way, you know what's not fine? Facebook. Facebook is nuts. And they've had a lot of problems lately, as you know, with whistleblowers coming out and saying that Facebook is uh, even worse than we imagined it. Today, Mark Zuckerberg changed the name of Facebook, officially now. Facebook will remain the name, but it's now going to be different. It's like Metaverse now or something is now the new title for the whole parent company, not really just Facebook anymore. And it's, I, I don't really understand this, but take a listen.
5: So let's start by exploring what different kinds of metaverse experiences could feel like. Starting with the most important experience of all. I think he's a robot. Connecting with people.
2: See? He's a robot. They're showing this kind of... Imagine Yeah. you put on your
5: glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. It has parts of your physical home, recreated virtually, it has things that are only possible virtually, and it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful.
0: Hey, are you coming?
2: Yeah, just gotta find something to wear. Then they have his virtual closet where he's moving and he's changing outfits and everything like this.
5: Hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hi, Hi Mark. What's up, it's Mark? A virtual Mark?
2: Basically, it's like imagine life in a virtual reality world. That's what it is. And uh the problem, though, is that I don't want to be in Mark Zuckerberg's virtual reality world. I don't. It looks like a game. It looks like what he's created for everybody is a game for you to enter. And he'll make a bill- billions of dollars more with you being in his virtual reality world. For me, I think there's just too much of this now. I want to see less of this, not more of this. So, I mean, look, I know that, I'm, you know, you think I sound like an old geezer. What about Bernie Sanders? How do you think Bernie Sanders is going to do in Zuckerberg's virtual world? Not 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 too good, right? Although in Zuckerberg's virtual metaverse world, I guess the seniors can digest their food. So that's good. That's a good thing right there. Oh, the breaking news. Democrats continue last minute push on a $1.75 trillion framework. I don't know if you're going to have, by the time this podcast, uh, you get it, if there'll be a deal or not. What I can tell you is Representative Corey Bush came out and she opposes the latest iteration of the bill. Cori Bush remembers the one who has private security and came out and said, oh, damn, hell hell yes, I'm going to have cops protect me, but yes, I want to defund the police. Remember that? That's the member of Congress who said that. She said, I want my protection, but you, you don't get your protection. Let's defund the police. I know that Representative uh, Jamila J. Powell, who's a huge lefty, she said the same thing. She's not supporting this all, either. She said, we want assurances from Manchin and Cinema that the reconciliation bill will pass the Senate. So what they're saying is, if you want infrastructure, you got to give us our reconciliation bill. So they're back to playing, they're holding the infrastructure bill hostage now against the uh, Build Back Better plan, Build Back Bolshevik plan. That's what they want right now. And Pelosi, the vampiric one right now, she's got a real problem now because uh, AOC is saying no, and then she's the leader of the squad, really. So if she says no, then it's probably no. And what she was saying earlier today is that, and she said, uh, so many changes in this process, so many people, and they're changing things, and it's changing all the time, and she says people are doing the hokey pokey. Hey, I'm happy she's using a reference like the hokey pokey, right? Right turn yourself around because that tells me it's very, very hip and with it, right? The hokey pokey. So I can't give you a prediction on what's going to happen with this, but well, I guess I can. I predict it's dead. I really do. I don't think you're going to come to an agreement on this because Joe Manchin has said repeatedly, he's not for this kind of socialism. He doesn't want the, these entitlements. He He's not, he doesn't want to do this. And so, if you don't have the majority, this is the problem for them right now. If they, if they are in charge and they can't agree together and one guy is holding this out and, and they're, they're saying to him, you're the one who has to change, not us. And he's, he's saying, no, my state is not going to play this game. We're not going to do it. I think it's probably dead at that point. He doesn't care. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, Joe Manchin doesn't care. He's not. The only way he loses is if he goes back to West Virginia and gives them this gigantic socialist spending orgy. That's that's how he loses. He doesn't lose if he goes back to West Virginia and says, I'm sorry, we couldn't get this done. I'm saving you, though, from lots of tax increases, and I'm saving you from having your children and grandchildren be piled on with more debt. Now, Biden was touting this framework today, as I mentioned you at the start of the podcast, but. Uh, He left Capitol Hill and they were angry at him, angry that, in fact, Joe Biden did not give them everything that they wanted. So that's where that's where things stand right now. And the speaker and the president were not able to get everybody on board. Now, they want to oust Manchin and Cinema. That's what they want to do. They want to oust them, get rid of them. Democrat congressman uh, and and uh, Jan Schakowsky called for Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema to lose their positions in Congress if they kill their party's spending legislation. Imagine that. Kill. Get him out of Congress. Kick him out. This is the way Democrats are. This is a gigantic civil war, and nobody's even talking about it. That's the best part about this. And Biden, meanwhile, he's on his way to Europe. That's right. He's on his way to Europe. There he goes. The g 20 on his way, not even going to be there anymore. Now, I, I tell you, though, that uh, the, 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 this exchange today between Jen Psaki and Kristen Welker is amazing. So Kristen Welker from NBC News, and Jen Psaki got into it a little bit on this, uh, and, and Psaki referred to this now as ready an unconstructive line of questioning. And really, think about it. The media's job, of course, is to help them pass this stuff. It's not to hold them accountable. Duh. This is an amazing exchange here.
0: And there's also some reporting that a compromise is coming together around paid leave. It would not include benefits for sick leave, but would include benefits for new parents. Is that consistent with your understanding of the latest version of what the paid leave benefits would look
6: like? I don't have a a moment by moment update, Kristen. What I can tell you, though, is that paid leave is personal to the president. Uh, He proposed it in the very first iteration of the Build Back Better agenda last year. He's been fighting for it ever since. As you know, there's been an ongoing discussion about what it would look like. His preference would be for it to be 12 weeks and expansive, as was in the original proposal. Obviously, there's not enough votes for that in Congress. That's a reality of legislating. So right now, we're fighting to keep it included, but I don't have a specific update on what it looks like in this moment.
0: To follow up on my colleague, Peter, who sat here yesterday that asked you a similar question, but I don't know that we got a direct answer. Would he support a final piece of legislation that it did not include paid leave in full, benefits for sick leave and new parents?
6: I think, Kristen, what it's important for people to understand here and know is from the beginning, we have said the president uh, was open to compromise. He has said that. He knew and he knows from legislating for 36 years, you're never going to get every single thing you want in a package. We know that. Is that a yes? What, I think, Kristen, this is this is kind of not an unconstructive, <laughs> I would say, line of questioning in the yeah. sense that what we're talking about here is getting a package that would make a historic investment in child care, in elder care. We're fighting to have paid leave included in that. Uh, address the climate crisis five times larger than anything that's ever been done before in history and expand access to health care there will be things that may not be in the package he wants to see but what any president and any legislator looks at is the totality of the overarching impact and this has is on track to be enormous impactful historic
0: but I'm just trying to be clear though he's not drawing a red line around this issue. I'm
6: not drawing new li- red lines today go ahead okay. It's not, listen,
2: you're not being productive here, okay? I need you, I need you to work with me, all right? I need you to help us. Your job, you're in the media, all right? That's your job. Do your job, all right? You have one job, media, and that's to help us pass our bloated, inflated, build back Bolshevik plan, all right? Stop with your unproductive line of questioning. Stop, just go out there and sell this for us. Pelosi said the same thing to them a couple weeks ago, remember? Now, I guess you you all are just not doing enough to help us pass it. (sighs) Yeah, should do more to help us pass it. Oh, I'm loving this Civil War. It's glorious to watch, isn't it? Have a great rest of your day today. Hey, tomorrow's Friday. (sighs)
1: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?